Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Exo Marriage Podcast. This podcast is brought to you by Marriage Today. And this is an inside look at all things Exo and is dedicated to helping you thrive in life and in love. Happy New Year, everybody. This is Brent Evans, president of Marriage Today and founder of Exo Marriage. And I don't know about you, but I love this time of year. And it's a good opportunity to not think about anything you didn't accomplish in 2018, but to really set some time aside to think about what you want to accomplish in the new year. And specifically related to your marriage, this is a great time to spend some time with your spouse talking about what you want to do in the new year. There might be some goals you've you've set you want to accomplish this year. There might just be some things like date night that you want to establish as a regular feature for your marriage in 2019. So sit down and talk about those things. This is a good time to do it before the, the new year gets really busy. We sat down with one of my buddies, Tim Ross, recently. And Tim is the senior pastor at Embassy City Church in Irving, Texas, which is in the Dallas Metroplex. And he's also just a great guy and a friend of marriage today and XO. He's kind of like part of the team. He's not full-time here, but it feels like he is because he's just truly part of the EXO team. And during our conversation, we discussed a topic that can be so controversial, especially in our modern society. And I'm talking about submission in a marriage. But when it's done God's way, Tim likes to say submission is sexy. We also get to know Tim Ross a little bit more personally as we discuss some of his passions in life. Let's listen in to my conversation with Tim Ross. This is the EXO Podcast. We are live in Rockford, Illinois, and you may be listening to this somewhere in your car, somewhere amongst your day. You may be on the treadmill or or listening to this podcast, but just know we're coming to you from Rockford, Illinois, and I've got an amazing guest with me today. His name is a name not above all other names, but above (laughs) above many other names. Tim Ross is on the program today. Hey, Welcome. I'm glad to be here with you, Brent. And just that, just that pause and that voice coming into people's ears, it just makes their day better, brighter. I hope so. I really do. So you had a session this morning. We're going to talk about that in just a minute yeah. on submission. And most people don't know, of course, you're a pastor and, and you, you speak out a lot. Most people don't know that you have marriage messages inside you. Yeah. And um, I think this is what's been exciting for you to be part of XO is for many years, you were just, you know, being part of the glue that kept the conference together as an MC. But this past year, people have been able to hear your heart on marriage, which has been great. I've enjoyed it. But you have been married for 19 years. Yep. Talk about Juliet. Ah, Juliet. Five foot four and a quarter. Half Jamaican, half Bahamian, super fine and all mine. (laughs) I love her. She's just... uh, this incredible Afro-Caribbean, just beauty queen. Mm. And, uh, uh, you know, I met her 20 years ago, been married for 19 of those 20, have two boys, Nathan and Noah. Uh, but she by far is the star of the house. Uh, her intellect, her wisdom, her, uh, humor. Um, she, she's a rock star. She really is. This is the EXO podcast, but I'm going to talk to you about um, the X and O button on our PS4 remote. Hey, let's do it. <laughs> You'll hear the same amount of passion as when I talk about Juliet. <laughs> and it's just because I'm in control of the content of this podcast. I can do whatever I want. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a mild gamer. I know you're a lot uh, better than I am and a lot more passionate than I am because I find myself, if I, if I get inside of a game and I just get stomped, or it's just, just way too difficult for me. I have uh, only so much time I can give it. I'll go to the next game. Yeah. But there's been a several games, just like movies or music, there's been several games that have just, I wouldn't say transformed my life, but have made an impact oh, yeah. on my life. Yeah. Uh, the way they're made. Yep. The immersion into the experience. Yep. 
And uh, and it sounds stupid because it just came out and it's a kids. It should be a kids game, but it's nah, not. It's a man's game, bro. And uh, <laughs> Spider Man. Yep. Just came out on PS4. Yeah. Whoever's creating those games knows exactly what it is that we want it, out of a game. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I, I've enjoyed it. Are you playing that game? I am. I'm playing it. I'm about 72% done. Okay. Uh, with the main storyline. I've done all the side missions. Uh, but to your point, you know, I grew up um, on comic books. My father uh, had both universes, DC uh, and as well as Marvel. And so I grew up with Incredible Hulk, Spider-Man, the X-Men, Fantastic Four, uh, Superman, Batman, the Unknown Soldier, She-Hulk. I mean, any way you could branch off in a universe, uh, both DC and, and Marvel, I was a part of. So, and gr- being born in 75, I remember the Spider-Man from uh, somewhere between circa 80 and 82, where when the web came out, it was just a white rope. Right. Right. So I've seen uh, production and uh, uh, technology get to the point where we have the amazing Spider-Man we, we just saw a couple of years ago and seen video games, uh, you know, take the ascent to be able to bring that experience home mm-hmm. uh, to an average person, you know. Mm-hmm. And so the storyline is amazing, but it is a piece of my childhood that I get to play now. Mm-hmm. So I really enjoy it. Yeah, it's, it is remarkable. And we were, I was born in 77. We were born in a, in a time period where I feel like it's one of the best. It's a sweet spot it is. Of, of our culture yeah. where you still have um, the, the technologies that most people don't know that exist, like landlines yeah. and those sorts of things before all the iPads and everything like that. Yep. So you grew up with uh, technology as it was being birthed and you got to kind of follow it along the That's way. That's correct, yeah. Um, and so I grew up in television, um, all of the Nintendo systems. Yep, me too. Um, they were they were part of my childhood. And now as I'm I'm older... Yes, I'm 41 now. I play video games from time to time, but I find myself playing with my boys yeah. who, are, who are younger. And we bond over these games that are like, um, they do the things that you want them to do. Yeah. So whenever you're, you're playing Spider-Man yeah. and you shoot a web on a building and start swinging, you kind of feel that emotion. You do. that Because you're in control of yeah, the whole That's exactly character. right. That's exactly right. And I, I think we've, we've talked about it before in the green room especially today, uh, my mind's always on. So games help me to escape a little bit yep. uh, and 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 get into that world. But now they've, they've kind of caught up yeah. in the technology side and the yeah. gaming side to where that world can feel almost too real. I agree. That New York is pretty accurate. I mean, outside of the Avengers Tower, what part of you know New York are you swinging through that you don't feel like this is actually Central Park. Yeah. You know, this is actually Midtown. Mm-hmm. This is Uptown. This is Hell's Kitchen. You, you know, you feel it. It's it's very, very immersive. Mm-hmm. I, I, I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. Nice sidebar uh, conversation on gaming. <laughs> if you would like to join our other podcast, <laughs> uh, we, we will talk more about that. Okay, uh-huh. good. Well, let's go back into marriage because yeah. I know that's why people listen. Uh, and if you're out there and your husband plays games or you play games, congratulations. You're a one step better. Yes, you to, are. Uh, in your life to getting to the place that uh, you should be. Uh, but we, we are doing these exo conferences. This is our sixth of the year. We have one more in Austin. And um, I feel like when we come here, we really get to connect with couples who need this? Yep. Who really need to hear what they um, they've been missing? Um, they need the encouragement. They need the hope. And I feel like your submission message really can kind of help to reorient their minds 
And so for our listeners today who haven't heard that message, just yeah. give them sort of the elevator pitch on the message. Yeah, um, you know, submission, uh, when it's done right, is very, very sexy. Uh, when it's done wrong, Brent, it's very unattractive. And uh, you'll see in a marriage, uh, nine times out of 10, the man demanding submission from his wife. Um, to which the wife responds, why should I? You know, what are you doing? Uh, submission is supposed to be mutual. And when you look in Ephesians chapter number five and you see uh, how Paul talks about submission, he's very, very clear. I believe in the direction of the Holy Spirit to talk about, you know, Christ being the head of man, the woman, the man being the head of the woman, and the head of Christ being God. Like he's going, hey, there's no escaping submission. Everyone should be under somebody. When you see it in that in that light, then you understand that the man is really not the 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 head of the home. Christ is. And if the man is submitted to Christ, then it would be much easier for that woman to submit mm-hmm. to that man. Mm-hmm. And uh, when it, when you have it in that order, it's a beautiful thing to watch, right? It's two people that are serving each other uh, in a in a submissive way that's very extravagant, sacrificial, but also reverential and respectful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good. And you and I are married to women that are, um, I would say, confident and independent to some degree. Absolutely. Um, and I feel like when you talk about submission, sometimes it kind of has to fit a mold when people in their minds yeah. have to go, well, I have to be a strong man and a, yeah. and a, and a less than strong woman. Right. And I wouldn't say that uh, the dominant scale is is out of balance in our home. Yeah. I wouldn't say that about y'all's home either. Yeah. But in getting somebody who's confident in themselves mm-hmm. and who has, my, my wife's a middle child too, so they're very independent in, yeah. the, in the birth order. Uh, getting them to uh, that state, it, it's it's my responsibility yeah. to lead them there. But when you hear about submission, I think the first reaction is can be something like, "You need to submit." Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, yeah. and that's that's the wrong way to start that yeah, conversation. That's exactly, right. <laughs> that's exactly right. Right. So so here's the thing. Um, I was in a, a marriage counseling kind of group therapy session once, and I was t- talking about that very thing, Brent. That Juliet is a very strong woman, very secure, and very blunt, right? And so I'm going, wow, you know, I want my wife to need me and I don't feel like she needs me, you know? And the the counselor was so brilliant with his response. He said, what is more attractive to you? The fact that your wife wants to be with you or that she needs to be with you? He said, when you're married to a strong spouse, it's not about the fact that they need you or not. This is transcendent. They they want you. They they don't need you, mm-hmm. right? Juliet doesn't need me for her life to function, right? But she wants to spend her life with me. That that's sexy, right? And so, um, in the same way, when you come into submission, it's not you need to submit, but I have a desire to submit to you mm-hmm. to where we come into agreement on everything we're going to do in our marriage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's an important step. And I, I feel like um, there has to be maturity with for sure. that. And, for sure. And, and, uh, and a spiritual maturity, but just a, a natural life maturity yeah. that just says, I can't I can't expect intimacy. I can't expect us to have a great marriage yeah. if all I'm doing is forcing you 
uh, to do things. You've got to get there. I've got to help you get there. Yeah. Um, uh, and, and see things the way that, that we should see them together. Um, and after 19 years, you and Juliet have a, a great marriage. Yeah, we do. And y'all have learned to fill in the gaps that, you know, maybe were there in the beginning and uh, that day one, you can't expect Mm-mm. to get along perfectly. No, no. But over time, I found, Stephanie, I've been married 20 years. Um, there are conversations we used to have all the time that we just learned, why are we having these conversations all the time? Let's mm-hmm. learn how to resolve them. Yep. And, and that happens naturally. Let's talk about next year, we, you're speaking at the conference again. I would love to, to tease that a little bit. If you have anything in your heart beyond submission that you feel like couples need to hear. I mean, off the top of my head, it would, it would probably be another variation of submission. Um, but going more into uh, what that looks like for the entire family dynamic, not just husband and wife, but children as well. How allowing your children uh, to be a part of the family structure can actually be more beneficial to your marriage than just going, we have these kids and let's just raise them. And then after 20 years or 25 years, we're strangers to each other. Mm -hmm. But actually looking at how we're raising our kids as ways to inform us of how we can do nurture each other mm-hmm. in the marriage. So mm-hmm. that's off the top of my head. That's what I'm looking forward to. That's good. Uh, you're a senior pastor and uh, you have a church in Irving, Texas. I, I want to say this just from my role at Marriage Today. Pastors, senior pastors are under tremendous stress in their marriage. Yeah. Um, you know, there, there's people out there that either are friends with pastors or they are pastors, church leaders. And the amount of strain that their relationship's under because they're giving so much to the church, yeah. it can deplete them faster than they think, yeah. and they can they can burn out faster yep. than they think. Yep. So talk about how some just some regimens um, that pastors could apply to their lives yep. to keep their marriage healthy and strong. So here's the paradigm that I've used as a senior pastor. I also use this as a young adult pastor. I will not have better words for Christ's bride than I have for my own. Mm. I will not prepare and, you know, to get the right sound bite or the right one-liner or make sure I have this uh, text in context uh, for Christ's bride and then come home and talk to my wife any type of way. Uh, I will also not um, give more time to Christ's bride than I give to my own. Mm. Um, God has given 2 billion people to be the body of Christ and serve each other. He's only given one person to Juliet, mm-hmm. and that's me. Mm-hmm. And I never confuse those two. So I give some of my time to Christ Bride, but the majority of my time belongs to Juliet. Mm. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. When when people feel called to ministry and they feel called to serve either playing a church or whatever, if they don't have the that mindset. It's like a tornado. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, running a church is like running a small city. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It There's is. always somebody, something going on. Yeah. And uh, I think it's important for, for in the beginning for pastors to go, no matter what else happens, yeah. I'm not going to let this church destroy my marriage. That's exactly right. Um, and it happens more, more than it should, yep. uh, unfortunately. Unfortunately. And so right. I just always like to encourage, especially people who are in your role, yeah. to encourage others to just, whatever they can do. Yeah, absolutely. To prioritize. Here's the other thing to keep in your mind philosophically, the the, the the, the church is the neediest woman on the planet. <laughs> Your wife does not have more needs mm. than the body of Christ does. No. So go home and take care of your wife's needs <laughs> and let your volunteers and your whoever you got, you, you know, d- you're not in this alone when it comes to the church. But you are responsible 
alone. You alone are responsible for the needs of your wife. So, I feel prompted to ask this question. Do you have a book inside you coming out soon? Well, man, I'm glad you said yes to that prompting because I do. Um, so we, the first book uh, is called Upset the World and it'll actually be out the first uh, quarter of 2019. Nice. Yeah. How did yeah. I not hear about this? I don't, I don't know. We're talking about it right now for the first time. <laughs> it truly is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Upset the world. Upset the world. That's the name love of the it. book. How to how to turn the world upside down with the love, hope, and message of Jesus Christ. Yeah, well, yeah. You, you resemble that and embody that Thanks, in, man. in City Church in um, Irving. Yeah. From soup to nuts. I mean, that just every part of what you're doing there. Thanks, man. Uh, can can be exactly tied into what the uh, tagline is. You yeah. just described. Thanks, bro. Um, so good. Exciting about that? I'm glad yeah. I asked that question. I'm glad you did too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I see you on Instagram all the time. You are always getting your picture made with really important people. <laughs> and uh, you always, you are, I mean, you're very influential in the body of Christ. And I feel like you um, are humble in that regard. You don't really, um, you don't seem like you're advent, you're trying to put yourself out there, but you just kind of swim in those circles of people. Um, uh, you're going to see Michael Todd this weekend. Yep. It's kind of blown up. Yeah. And uh, in that, in that regard, how are you using your influence? Like, how, how does that work for you? And, and getting to, to know Tim, yeah. Ross, what, what doors are, is God opening for you? And, and kind of what does that look like for your ministry going forward? Yeah, so um, uh, there, there are some significant doors that, I, that God has been opening. And everything's, uh, for me, is through the context and the mandate that I feel like we've been called to do with the church, that, that, that our church is truly an embassy. I believe every church is. And that as a part of an embassy, we function as ambassadors. Uh, and ambassadors um, are pretty low-profile people, right? Politicians are high-profile people, but ambassadors are pretty low-profile people. They, they do uh, their best work behind closed doors. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and they have the real high-level conversations uh, that avert, like, nuclear disaster, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they, they, they avert... Uh, uh, the type of coups in you know uh, amongst countries that that could be devastating to a people. So I feel in the same way. I, I'm an introvert by nature, so it kind of fits me. The ambassadorial kind of approach fits me, and and I and I do truly care more about the person uh, and who they are than what they do. And so, um, like you mentioned, my, Michael Todd. Uh, I met Michael Todd maybe seven or eight years ago when he was a youth pastor. And just gave him my number and said, hey, bro, I, I know God's called you to do some great things. And I just want to be here for you, not what you do. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not responsible for what you do. Um, but I, if you need it, I can give you some, some things I've learned in my own life that will uh, avert you from some disaster. You, you know, kind of don't be me kind of things. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I did this. It didn't work. Don't do that. You know, and um, it, it's, it's blossomed into a great relationship. And that's happened over and over again. And so um, I'm very careful with my relationships. Like I just don't, um, they're really, really important to who I am and, and, and they are important to me. And I don't want to ever feel like I'm trying to leverage that for anything else but what it truly is. Mm, yeah, and it's genuine too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can, you can feel that and sense that. Yeah. Good. We're talking to Tim Ross. This is the EXO Podcast. Uh, thanks for being a part of the conversation today. Absolutely. What we're having. Yeah. Um, I do Always. want to encourage everyone out there, if you're listening to this, if you want to hear Tim live, uh, you can come to our conference at Gateway Church 
South Lake, Texas, February 8th and 9th of next year. Tim will be speaking live and he will be emceeing uh, most of the conference. And uh, it really is a, is a huge feature. Um, I know you've said you're in all the way. Yeah, I am. And uh, I need that in writing still. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get it. Because we'll get it. It's, uh, it truly, you bring a, a, an energy level, you bring just your personality and, and everything that you do uh, just has such a dimension to the conference that I can't even tell you how, how awesome it is. Thank you. Uh, and so, and I encourage you, everyone out there who's listening, if you're in the uh, Dallas-Fort Worth area and you're looking for a church home, MC City, you can't find a better church home um, that that is led by a man of God who really does have a passion to to see the body of Christ become this this embassy where yeah. where we can be all different races, different uh, people, different cultures, and yeah. come and worship God together. Yes, sir. Uh, it's a beautiful thing. So, thank you, man. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Thanks, everyone who's listening. Continue to subscribe to the feed, like us, and give us a good rating on all of your podcast feeds, whatever you're listening on. And we appreciate it. We'll see you next time. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the EXO Marriage Podcast. If you'd like to hear Tim's message that we referenced from the EXO 2018 conference, we now have a new video subscription platform called EXO Now. We have so much great content on there. And if you're like me, you have a Hulu subscription, an Amazon Prime, Netflix, and this is like that, but just for marriage. It's only $9 a month. Messages from guys like Jimmy Evans, who's my dad, and other incredible marriage communicators. I encourage you to go check it out. And if you'd like to get all of the videos from the EXO 2018 conference, you can get it for free when you pay for one year of EXO Now. Hey, we'll see you next time on the EXO Marriage Podcast.